Greetings everyone, my name is Malik Powell and this is the Because Me Black podcast. Um, so I've decided to do one of these that seem like, you know, all the rage these days. So I've decided to do it, um, kind of to chronicle, you know, a bit of my journey. Um, as far as you know, the things that I like to do and where I like to go and the things that I'm into, and just you know, my overall journey as a young black Jamaican who I try to make it in a life, so to speak. I mean, that is a theme that we are all familiar with, as I'm sure all of us are trying to aspire to something new, something great, or something big. So, this is for you guys. Um, quickly, let me do a little introduction. I am originally from St. Catherine. I moved to Kingston a couple of years back. I think it's been like six or seven years now. I've been living in Kingston. Um, and I hate it. I absolutely positively hate it here. However, Kingston is where the money is at. Or at least so we thought, you know what I mean? A great many of us grew up and we were sold this idea of, you know, go to school, um, get 12 CXCs, go to university, and then there's going to be a job waiting for you. Eh, not necessarily, you know what I mean? Um, many, 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 many who kind of followed that path and, you know, kind of, they're still out there in limbo, really. And then there are others who also followed the path and then, you know, they get stuck in jobs that they can't move up or employers don't want to pay them when they're supposed to pay them. And I believe the vast minority of us, you know, actually get to do what we wanted to do, what we got to school for. Um, I personally, I started out in IT at the behest of my parents, really. Um... But I won't lie, I liked it as well. So that's where I started out. My very first job was at Quality Academics. I worked there for close to a summer. And then they fired me. Um, and then that same year, that same year I believe it was 2009, I got a call from the bursar at my high school to come in for a meeting with my principal of my then high school, Dintel Technical. Shout out to Mr. Dennis Clark. General. General, 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 general. Um, Mr. Dennis Clark, I am where I am right now. I am where I am. I am where I am right now in, you know, a great part because of you. If you guys heard the horn, apologies. I'm recording this podcast as I drive. Um... And initially we were told when we came in for that meeting with my former principal that, you know, this was supposed to be like an internship. Uh, we thought it was at the school, but it wasn't at the school. It was at the RGR Communications Group. And so I started at the RGR Communications Group in September of 2009. And I spent close to seven years there. One of the best experiences of my life also one of the worst experiences of my life that's how life is I guess you have to take it 
um, with everything that it comes with, the good and the bad. I met some awesome, awesome, awesome people there. I made some really, really good friends there. And then, you know, that journey kind of came to an end. I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. I want to be in that space or that environment anymore. And so I resigned in November 2015, thereabouts. But I have to say that working at RJR opened my eyes to a lot of things that I never thought possible, that I didn't consider. I think the greatest part about working in a media house was that you, you get to meet so many interesting people. Um, everybody from sport personalities to musicians to producers, actors, you name it. And a lot of times you get to hear these, these people's stories. A lot of these people never, you know, had like a steady path in terms of education. A lot of them never finished university. A lot of them defied, you know, society and, 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 and you know, parents. And they said, boy, you know, we wanted to go this path. And they said, no, I want to go this path. And then parents abandoned them on the journey and then decided, say, boy, they're going to tough it out and they're going to do it. And they did it. And so, you know, that kind of got my interest. Like, you know, what 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 are the things that are out there? What are the talents that I have that I have not been tapping into? Because all of these people, like a great many of these people that I met, tapped into their talents. It's things that they like. The people around them would tell them, yo, that not gonna make no money, dog. Acting, you gotta act, you gotta paint. Yeah, oh you can make money, oh you can survive. And they followed their dreams. And that's what they make their money out of. And the crazy part of it is that a lot of these people make more money than the average nine to five of doing the things that they love, the things that society told them was a waste of time and you wouldn't make any money from. And so it really got me thinking. How do I tap into my talents? And I think more than anything else, of all my experiences working at the RJR Communications Group, that one is the one that, you know, kind of really set me down a path and just kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things. And so I decided to just really do some soul searching and figure this out. I, I think I said it earlier, I am originally from St. Catherine, um, the community of Bogwalk. I grew up in a large family. Um, my father's family lived like a stone's throw from where I lived. And my mother's family, they were scattered but close by as well. But my family, my immediate family was big. Um, it's nine of us. Yeah, nine of us. Four boys, four girls, and then me. I'm the last, last, last one. And... Um, you know, I had granddad, I had auntie, I had that full family structure. Mom and dad, the whole nine yards. But it was a big family, you know what I mean? And so I was never really ever alone. I was I always had people around me. And we weren't rich, you know what I mean? Typical country family. My father worked hard to provide for us. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, so my dad was really the one that, you know, 
really you know put it out there my mom would do what she could when she could so you know travel and work and come back and but we, 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 we held it you know what I mean we're a solid unit we're still a solid unit right now you don't want to mess with nobody in my family but one of the things that my dad loved to do was photography my dad really 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 loved photography um, and so I grew up with albums everywhere and photos everywhere because my dad would, would always be taking pictures you know what I mean like tons of family portraits and just you know new gadgets whatever I'm getting new gadgets and come home and set up in the middle of the night and him shoot and him fix and him pull and so I grew up with that around me um, and then one day he just kind of stopped you know I don't I really don't know the reason why but you know it just kind of stopped he never really followed up on it but it was something that he really 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 loved um, and so when I started working at RGI and I started making some money now I remember I purchased my very first camera I think it was a Nokia 5530 or a 50 something something but it was like one of the first touchscreen fully touchscreen phones Digicel did ever come out with an awesome phone I think I spent all of my Christmas bonus on that goddamn phone <laughs> But it had a really dope camera, at least, you know, for at that point in time, it had a really dope camera. I started taking pictures and I pulled the pictures from the phone onto the computer. And that's when I realized how big the pictures were in terms of the dimensions of the photos. They were like huge, like I could print them. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And so I would start taking photos of everything. And then I started getting into photography like a whole heap. And then it went from the 5532, um, a little point and shoot Fujifilm, and then from that Fujifilm to a next Fujifilm, and then from that Fujifilm to my very first DSLR, it's a Canon T2i. Had that for a really long time, then I sold that, and I bought a Canon 60D, and then I sold that. And then my brother-in-law bought a Nikon D7100, and that was about four years ago. I still have that camera, awesome camera, and I think it goes without saying that I'm a long way from shooting on Manokia. I, you know, I've improved considerably, I'm self-taught, just like my dad. And so that was one of the things that I, I realized that I had a knack for, I had a passion for, and so I got into photography. And I got some pretty big jobs doing photography, I made some serious money. I haven't gotten in it the way that I really should you know what I mean but I do know I have the potential it's there it, it is you know it's a possible income stream and that's something that I tapped into a couple of years before that if I had said to you know anybody oh you know I want to go be a photographer they would have laughed at me but there are so many young photographers now in Kingston and around Jamaica you know, out there making them making a name for themselves and making some serious money. A couple of years ago, if they had said that to anybody that yo, I want to be a photographer, you know, people that laugh at them. Um, I think I say all of that, guys, to say, you know, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. I've trust me. I may not even be the best example, but follow your dreams. Like. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not something that you're just going to do and it's just going to work. 
something that's if you if you're serious about it it's going to take a lot of hard work it's going to take a lot of research it's going to take a lot of failures but um you can do it you can do it um I think that's about it guys because I've 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 completed my drive now I'm almost at work um, there's a whole lot more for me to talk about but you know that was kind of brief a, a brief introduction that kind of went left or right you know went into you know a couple of other things I ramble um, that's one of the things that I you know hope to fix about myself but this is it this is my very first podcast um, I hope it made some amount of sense um, and I'm I think I'm going to be doing this you know, fairly frequently I'm listening out for your comments and your thoughts and you know if there's anything that you guys want to talk about anything interesting out there that you want to chat about then I'm willing you know what I mean I take ideas so yeah it's been fun and it's because I'm a black take care